Monday Trending Chat with Smash Africa On Live at Night You've just tuned in, you're right on time. So for trending chats, we're talking brands and bad publicity. So there's been a claim doing the rounds lately that brands are purposely doing very offensive things in order to get talkability about their brand. Uh, but is this a real thing? And can that bad publicity strategy work? We've seen it happen for so many years, and especially with the rise of social media as well, where a brand tweets something or maybe a TV show comes out and it's really, really bad and there's just backlash. And, you know, some people are like, that was just a bad publicity stunt. And it, it, it can actually work in terms of creating sales. It can create uh, a brand awareness. But does it actually work? That's what we're chatting about on Trending Chats tonight. And for more on this, I'm joined by communications expert and founder of Jared Doyle Consulting. Jared Doyle, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Jared, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Carabo. How are you? I'm great. Very excited to have a chat with you about this because I know on social media you're, you're, you're quite, um, what's this, you, you, you chat a lot about brands and what they're doing and when there's backlash, you weigh in on, on, on all of that. So really the perfect person to be chatting to. Let's you start with the big spicy. question. You want to say I'm spicy. Mm. We love Just the spice. Mm. And, and you know what? Sometimes these brands deserve the spice, but they, they seem to like it as well, right? The big yeah. question is, are they doing offensive things in order to get talkability? Does it create brand awareness if maybe that's what the objective is? I think a lot of the international brands do that, but I don't think, you know, I'm not throwing shade or anything, but our local brands are not smart enough. Um, I work with quite a lot of brands and they're just mm. not strategic enough and they don't take as many risks as international brands do. So most, um, you know, American companies, they'll kind of have witty banter against each other and they'll tweet something controversial mm. only to reply to their own tweet to say like, um, we actually meant this and you guys took it the wrong way. Um, there's a very famous burger brand in America um, mm. named after a, a, a lovely television personality that we like, so I won't mention the name. And they mm. are always talking, you know, like they, they, they kind of speaking to, to, you know, into current topics. They are being very, they are very controversial. They're very, con- they're very vocal with their opinion. And it kind of works for them as a brand identity. It's kind of like our chicken brand here in South Africa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah. but our local ones they just they don't they don't think um they don't think that far. You know, they don't go they don't push the envelope that much. So when they actually are caught out in something, it sometimes is just their own inadequacy. It was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> a mistake and now it's like, oh my goodness, They're let's like, fix oops. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Now, many companies have been accused of sexism and racism, and there's been outrage. I mean, we're very quick on 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 calling out brands when they've done something bad, but it just seems very short-lived. And then these companies tend to flourish afterwards. So, how bad is bad publicity really, and how much does bad publicity affect the bottom line? So, I think let's look at it locally when it wasn't the plan for, you know, a campaign to go left, but it happened and there was outrage. I mean, do people continue to support that brand? Do you think it affects their bottom line? Do people stop supporting that brand? Let's look at it from a local point of view. You know, um, in terms of cancel culture, uh, 
our social media is not even 10% of the population at the moment. So to say that when we start tweeting something and we outrage and then media picks it up and there's you know, big fuss about it, to say that it will destroy a brand completely is just not the case. It might be very harmful for personality in South Africa, but not necessarily a brand. Um, Brands have the ability to bounce back, just like how people can. You know, people forget certain things. You know, so it's it's that's the problem with our generation and our this cancel culture kind of mentality that we all have. We all jump in the bandwagon, and then the next week there's something new to jump on again. So no one is consistent with the fight. Back in the older days, you know, the 60s and 70s, people would march for certain things, and they would be consistent with it. They would march constantly because they needed to to ignite change at that time. So what really are we fighting for when we say this brand needs to change their policies or this brand needs to do this? What is what is actually changing? Are they getting more representation in their boardrooms? Mm-hmm. Are they getting more um, female voices? Are they employing more people of color in their ad campaigns? What what are they actually doing about it? Or are they just sending out a tweet saying, oh, we're really sorry for the inconvenience caused. I mean, last year we, 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 we dragged, as social media would say, the Miss South Africa contestant. This year she's sitting in London with massive campaigns. So really... <laughs> So what is happening? She's got a fiancé. She's living her best life. So really, does it actually work, this whole cancel culture philosophy? I think that if we are going to do something, we need to start a platform where we create petitions, where we say we do not want that. We never want to see that Mm. product again. We never want to see that brand again. Either change it and tell us exactly what you're doing to change something, but... Yeah, it, it it kind of just goes away. But that being said, a brand shouldn't also ignore when negative publicity happens to them. They they need to fix it. And I mean, is an apology mm. statement good enough? You, you just mentioned that they'll they'll take out a statement. Is that good enough to convince the public that, you know what, this brand has seen the light, they're changing, or you reckon harder work needs to be done. Show us that, okay, you, you're transforming the boardroom or you, you're yeah. being better in terms of saving the environment. You can't just tell us, oh, that was bad for the environment. Askies, guys, mm. you know, mm. what are you actually doing to save the environment? What are you actually doing for women in your workplace, you know? Or, or, or you reckon an apology, you, they send out an apology statement, we forget about it, the next week we back buying their products. Does it work yeah. to apologize? So, so you know, my philosophy is is that when you mess up, mess up. So that's what I always say to my clients. You have to say that we did something wrong and we apologize and we'll try to do better. But you can't constantly keep doing the same thing. But there are people like myself that are crisis management consultants that will go in and we'll say to you, this is what you need to do. You need to start kissing babies, you know, in the lighter sense. And you need to start mm. changing the narrative around what is being said about you. Don't go to social media and start blaming people and saying, but this one never did this and this one didn't do that. And that is what a lot of brands have. So they'll invest in those resources to make sure that the conversation has changed around them and that they are doing certain things that will help will will kind of help the the next phase of their brand journey or whatever it might be. But South African personalities don't do the same thing. 
they don't go to people and say, please, can you assist me with this? Please, can you assist me with that? And maybe because there's a lack of people that actually can do that, which I don't think that there is. But, yeah, very well. But I don't really think that there is. I think that if you really just look for people, you can find them. I was. I think that the, there's just a pure arrogance with South African personalities that they have, that they just feel like, ah, we are untouchable, whatever happens, happens. Nobody's really going to do anything about it. It's just this blase attitude that people have. So that's the problem, and that's what we need to start changing. But I go back to my, my second point that I made, is that if cancel culture was extremely severe, where there were proper jail time that was happening, I mean, from political level all the way down. You know, mm. if we had those if we had that kind of culture in South Africa, then it would ensure that the brands have to be compliant with everything that is happening. It would ensure that the brands will have to include people in their in their boardrooms and in their campaigns and ensure that diversity is happening, ensure that they are encouraging the next generation, that kind of thing. But because it's from the top, it's it doesn't happen. So, like, what? Why is the brand going to be scared if you know if the government isn't even scared? And it also just shows you that we need to be more than just Twitter activists and actually yeah, start exactly. physically doing something about the things that we are upset about. Yes. Love this conversation, Jared. You know what you mentioned was so important: the fact that in our country, a lot of the brands are not using bad publicity as something that's part of their strategy it's a mistake that happens they mess up and then it's time to apologize there comes the statement and they're apologizing but it's never really part of the plan now what i want to know is okay a brand has offended a group and then there's public outcry what do you think is the worst that a company can do in reaction to the outcry you know you said they have to face the music they must apologize yes but what's the worst thing they can actually do? The complete opposite of what they meant to actually do. I think the complete opposite would be to ignore it. If they're going to mm-hmm. just sit back and be like, ah, it's going to go away. It will ne- it will not go away. That's when it doesn't go away. But once you've acknowledged it, it's like a ghost. When a ghost is in your house, you must say, I see you ghost and say, <laughs> I release you ghost. <laughs> so then the sage. <laughs> yeah, you burn your sage and you say, Okay, bye. Then the ghost leaves. You need to acknowledge it. And a lot of brands just sit back and and kind of ignore it. And also, please hire professional people. Yeah. Hire and even if you don't have the budget, you can still get somebody that can at least type a sentence out for you correctly. Because there's so many um smaller businesses that you can just see it was just quickly done on an email, this is our apology and let's let's keep it moving. No, you need to pay attention to, to this and you need to give it the attention that it deserves because it can literally make or break your business, especially for a small to medium-sized business. Absolutely. Now, when you're measuring public outcry, I mean, you spoke earlier on about the fact that social media is only 10% of South Africans. Lots of South Africans are not on social media and sometimes we we think oh the entire country is social media and, and it's not you know no. but do you think when we look at an outcry that happens on social media a brand can be like yeah no because of the size of the outcry on social media that's a good measure of how huge the story is and how much backlash it's receiving and how bad that particular drama can be for the brand well remember a, a lot of how our media is working at the moment is that they will actually start taking taking information from Twitter 
So they'll then report on it, and that's how mm. the mass markets will kind of know, oh, this is going on. I shouldn't actually support that X and X kind of brand, you know, because they said this or they did this. But you shouldn't only put your eggs in one basket on the social media basket and the digital world and say, now that a, a certain mon- number of people are tweeting about you and speaking negative about you, suddenly you are are fluttering around and you cannot survive the day and you need a clothes shop now because, you know, a few people have said that they don't like your product or you are offensive or that kind of thing. But they still deserve the acknowledgement. That's why having, if you are on social media, you need to have a competent social media team, community managers, the strategists, they all need to be in place in order to reply to these people. So like a small thing of some someone just saying that, uh, you, you know, I got robbed at your shopping center last week. The shopping center should be replying to that and saying, oh, we're so sorry for this. Where did it happen? Let's get more security there. Let's fix this. Until, because that's that's like, that's the small thing that happened. Well, it's not really small, but it's something that happened and someone is speaking about it. Because you don't want to have an in, a bigger story happen or a, a kind of a big thing um uh, come out of a smaller situation, uh, mm. you know, you know, where where you find somebody is assaulted or something at the mall or the shopping center, but someone five months ago actually did tweet that. They're going to just use that as as leverage against your brand, basically. And and the whole thing of also ignoring someone just because they have a smaller following. I think brands mm. used to do that quite a lot before in mm. the past, and they're, they're mm. changing a little bit now. Ah, this one is only going to 500 followers. Nothing is going yeah. to happen. And it's like, yay, <laughs> you don't know. This can blow up right now. But, yeah. Jared, what happens if I'm a small business? You know, a lot of these companies are big companies. They've got, they can hire you as a crisis management person and then a social media team, and they've got teams, you know. But what happens? Yeah. I own a small Instagram boutique somebody complains and says i i haven't been receiving my deliveries somebody else uh, complains as well and then all of a sudden here we go you're, you're getting bad publicity for your small business whether it's on facebook or it's on uh, instagram you're a small company what do you do about that because yes you might not be the biggest brand in the country or in the world but it's still a brand and you're still running a business and you still want customers and you still don't want that one or two complaints that you've received to affect your bottom line how do so- small businesses have to handle this kind of crisis? Well, I think that small businesses, they still need to, if they are online and if they are our online business, they need to educate themselves with the necessary tools to to, to have in, it, when something like this happens. So they need to go on YouTube, Google some courses, um, what happens if my website crashes, what I should do if this happens. There's so much information out there now. That you that there's literally no excuse for people to kind of be tardy with information. Mm. So if you kind of maybe your clothing pairs or there's a dress that everybody bought and then it suddenly starts tearing, whatever, you you need to you need to get in front of this conversation. So it's exactly the same tactics for big corporates or small businesses. Get in front of what people are talking about, apologize, and then make a change. And there are ways that you can educate yourself. If you've gotten as far as creating a small business for yourself and creating a social media page for yourself and creating, um, you know, a customer base, then you can also equip yourself in getting yourself education.
you know. Mm. So you do have mm. a smartphone. You can Google something, how to handle a quick crisis online. There's so many courses. There's even free LinkedIn courses that you can take these days as well. So the info is all there. The, info the is information all there. I mean, is there. Yeah. yeah. And then finally, Jared, people are using social media for their own personal brands right now. It's not only about being a celebrity, but it's also maybe you're a lawyer and you use your LinkedIn to, you know, get clients. So you're mm. a finance person and, you know, people are building their personal brands on social media. It's a thing. You don't have to be famous or a massive brand. What if for you personally, you've messed up on social media? You went off and you said something that was sexist. You went off and you said something that was offensive for the next person. As a person, how do you bounce back from that bad publicity? Even if you're not a celebrity, people will come for you. People will come for you. So how do you fix that as a person? Because so many people go through it, right? Well, well, I think that context is also very important. So I was... I had a TV show that I that the TV show's clip showed me making a joke that mm. seemed like it was homophobic, but it really wasn't. Because if you watch the entire clip, I was mocking people making jokes like that, basically. Mm. So um, a group of some people just took that clip and then they decided that I was a homophobe. <laughs> and my reply was, Okay, that's fine, but you need to watch the entire thing in its in context of it, you know. So I think the same thing happened to a personality a few weeks ago where he commented on um, you buying a BMW instead of buying property. This is what people on social media also need to start doing: is they need to start getting everything in context and not just taking the clip that is posted on the social media and running with that, you know. So when it's something that's that's kind of um, you know the, 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 the truth about what it is that you said and the truth is available out there, I really don't think that you need to even waste your time and energy busy fighting those people because those mm. are the people that are not really your customers. They're not your target market. They're just a whole bunch of people that are sitting at home that are bitter and sour and are not making the effort to actually see what was going on. But people that are actually clicking through and seeing, and if they really are still offended, then you can come to me and have a conversation and we can talk about it. And you'll say to me, Jared, the way you said this is what offended me. And I can say, oh, okay, cool. And that's how we can all learn and how we can start evolving and becoming better people. Because there's no use in just canceling everybody and saying, cancel this business, cancel that business. And in this person's career and those kind of stuff. But there's a learning that we need to have as well. And we need to have that learning kind of mentality and constantly wanting to, 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 uh, to experience people's, people's lives through their eyes, you know. That's why this whole uh, mm-hmm. royal family debacle is so frustrating because you have white journalists in the UK that are busy talking about a black woman's life story and her narrative and what she's experienced and what she's been in, been through. Never mind the fact that she's even royal. You've never been royal. You've mm. never been there. But you can talk about it and you're judging her for that. And, 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 you and if so we can to say. Mm, yeah, exactly. Mm, and mm, if we mm. can just sit, sit there and we can listen and we can be empathetic to what people say, then we can actually get to a point of resolution. You know, this is this is away from the conversation of brands and things. Because some brands and stuff, they just, they just mess up and they just trash. But then there's other people that... And keep making when, the same mistakes. Yeah, when, yeah, exactly. 
when people do something, like you need to actually just say, okay, what was the context of this person saying this, this, and this? And was it warranted? And if it was warranted, how can we change that? Or if it wasn't warranted, why wasn't it warranted? And then we can move forward from that. You know, so I think that that's what people need to do. They need to take accountability for what they are saying and their actions, and then they need to to learn and educate themselves to not do the same thing again. Mm, and context, context, context. It's the same thing as mm. how you know people comment on on articles without actually reading the actual article. Right. But I think how we can conclude here is definitely the fact that brands can bounce back from bad publicity. It's important yeah. to own your mistake. It's important to go out and hire the right people to fix your mistakes. And if you are a small business or you are a personality that's using your social media to grow or your, for your personal branding, it's really important to educate yourself and arm yourself with all the things that you need to be able to navigate that world. Jared, uh, thank you so much for joining us and everybody can follow you uh, on Twitter, Jared Lab 13 for all the gems that you drop and all the spice sometimes because <laughs> we love it. Keep it coming. Thank you for teaching us about brands. Continue the conversation as per usual. Thanks so much. See ya. Thanks, Jared. <laughs> Cheers. Let's Monday Trending. Chat with Smash Africa. Like on live at night.